Welcome to Close It Now, an HVAC sales training podcast with Sam Wakefield. Here, we'll build your reputation in residential HVAC sales to be the expert influencer in your market. You'll get insight into the top minds in the industry as they share their skills and hacks to help you on your journey. This podcast isn't just about selling more. It's about understanding your customers' needs and building efficiencies behind the scenes so you can sell more but work less while being top of mind when people think HVAC. Now, let's get started with your host of the Close It Now podcast. This is Sam Wakefield. Hey, 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 welcome back to the Close It Now podcast. Sam Wakefield here. So excited to have you join us today. We have, this is something I've been working on as a pet project for a long time for everybody that's listened to the podcast from the beginning. I've talked a lot across time about when I find a provider of something that I actually uh, can stand behind, somebody that I can, uh, you know, really buy into that the service they provide. I want to bring them to all of you and work out some some cool programs. So because you are connected to the Close It Now podcast, you all, all get some of the best perks and advantages of using people that we recommend. And the cool part is, uh, you know, they're, they're vetted, they're trusted. And um, so today, this is one of those episodes. So I'm excited to uh, introduce our guest today. Uh, she is, um, you know, our next guest, definitely a, a marketing expert, uh, Kim Fancher. She is Fancher, right? Am I saying that right? Fancher? Yeah, you got it. Perfect. Fancher. Excellent. Over a decade of experience in sales and marketing, uh, definitely brings a wealth of knowledge and expert expertise to the table. Uh, she actually is, a, is probably one of the most educated people we've had on the podcast. Dual degree in business and psychology which if you know anything about the Close It Now podcast, you will understand that is one of the things that piqued my interest um, because she specializes in marketing psychology and sales psychology, which of course, as you know, is what we focus on here in Close It Now with the sales training, the psychology behind everything. So Kim Honder skills in understanding customer behavior, uh, crafting effective marketing strategies, you know, uh, I'm actually going to leave out a little bit of the uh, personal, the the career, because we want to hear directly from her and you know her her highlight reel of of how she got to where she is and what she's doing right now. But basically, guys, um, she understands the digital lands- landscape, empowers contractors, um, you know, to like lead generation. Man, this is what we've been talking about for days, for weeks now, and uh, you know, she targets Facebook, Instagram. Instagram ads, uh, Google ad campaigns, reputation management. We're going to have her give you the full rundown of everything she's doing. But basically, she's driving force in the world of marketing, dedicated to helping contractors achieve remarkable success. Um, So, yeah, I'm super excited today to welcome our guest to the podcast, Kim Fancher. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, what a grand entrance. (laughs) Happy to be here, though. Absolutely. So let's get started. You're, you're, uh, you, you fall with, well within the, the realm of what we normally cover, which is great. But also, we're not, uh, you know, you're not our typical, you know, sales trainer or, you know, owner of a company or somebody that we're interviewing today. Um, so tell, give us your highlight reel. I know when we talked yeah. the other day, I was kind of blown away because, um, <laughs> yeah, you have some pretty, you started from, it, it, 
the other way that we connected is we both started in small town Texas and uh, gr you know cut our teeth there but then also exploded and moved into other parts of uh, of the state and the country so give us your highlight reel how how'd you wh how why do you do what you do and how'd you get there yeah so i started out um loving blue collar people who serve and so that's mm -hmm. my family had a servant's heart i was trained with a servant's heart and so i've always just hit it off really easy with those kind of people, people who love to serve others. Um, and so a lot of the blue collar industry, that's, it's just easy for me to work with them. We just dive really, really well. And I have a true love and appreciation for the services that they do. So a lot of the times when I'm talking with my contractors, I'll joke and say, you know, like, I'm not going to go out and rent an excavator, even though I could, and I could dig a pond myself. <laughs> I'm not going to do that because I'm going to, it's going to cost me more in the long run, right? I'm going to hire you to do it because you have the expertise to do it. You understand it. And I know and can trust that you're going to do it. You know why? Because I've read the reviews. I've got the recommendation, those type of things. So the same thing applies for us, but I, I get the contractors and that's why it makes it really easy for me to work with them. So I started out in the trucking industry. So I worked with mm -hmm. all kinds of trucking companies and actually the companies that service trucking companies. So okay. a lot of, um, think of like your electronic logging devices or any type of over the road type of trucking um, compliance, fuel tracking, things like that. So I helped those companies provide those services to other trucking companies. So allowing them to become more efficient, um, allow them to scale, allow them to keep their drivers safe, allow them to keep other people on the roadway safe. And so I gained, because I worked with them in, in a sales and marketing capacity, I gained so much knowledge in industry that most people didn't have, especially women, especially my age, because we started in it really young. And so it was thrilling to me. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. set me on fire. I was so excited. And so from there, I transitioned into, um, we started a family and so on, and my husband coaches. And so I was looking to come back local. And so I moved into a role, again, a marketing role with a very large HVAC company. And when this HVAC company was just getting its start, again, rural East Texas area, um, they had a handful of locations. It was a three-generation company, but when the current owner had taken it over from his dad, it was a very small company, um, around $3 million a year. I say small. <laughs> I know that it's still a grand company, but <laughs> sure. thinking about by the time the third generation hits, it's $3 million. Like right. it, it, you would think- To only would... grow a million dollars right. a year per generation, that, that's pretty slow right. growth, right? And you I can say the name of the company. It's totally cool. A lot of listeners may know who they are. So if, I if you, if you with, decide to. Yeah, it's okay. Um, so I worked with McWilliams and Son, and they're based in Lufkin, Texas. So mm -hmm. third generation, amazing company. Um, absolutely love them at the top of their pinnacle growth, really like hitting it off. And so when I came in, I came in um, as a local marketer to really just invigorate the community and mm -hmm. take care of all of their employees. And so again, I I am not the marketer that just sits on the sidelines. So I literally got in the truck and would go on ride alongs with my guys. And I was huge pregnant at the time and was going <laughs> up attics in the middle of summer. And you can ask them, like they still, we still talk about it and laugh, but 
that's just how I operate. You know, when, when they were out there, I would go and take little Sonic drinks, just like as if it was my team, my crew, you know, really wanted to get to understand my guys, how they operated, how they serve the customer. Because if I could understand those things, again, going back to that psychology, if I could understand how we best could serve the customer, then I could understand marketing. I could understand how to meet them, where to meet them, the language that they needed to understand, what they valued, how to make us stand out against the competition with those unique marketing propositions that would set us apart from the rest of our competitors. So getting out into the field is, I I am not scared to get my hands dirty in that in that capacity, but doing that helped me become a better marketer. So then Mm -hmm. I was able to move up into where I managed multiple um, locations of community marketers. Mm -hmm. So they had at the time um, three locations. Then we purchased a plumbing company. So we became HVAC and plumbing. Then we decided to launch a training academy local at our office to train HVAC technicians and plumbers. And so we started higher academy for training them. Um, I'm telling you like super advanced growth, but we knew long-term where we were working on getting was to um, what they eventually did to partner with a private equity firm. So that Mm -hmm. instead of growing by, you know, these individual smaller purchases that we were getting, we were going to be able to scale a lot faster. So um, about October of the last year, we closed out and partnered with a private equity firm. And the goal over the next five years was acquiring eight companies a quarter to hit a billion dollars at the end of five years. So yeah, (laughs) talk about crazy growth. It was, it was a super exciting time, but it was also a lot going on. Um, during that time we moved me and my, my family, we moved, um, and I continued to do this role, but instead I did it from a dual area. So I would manage budgets, events, um, for all communities, every location, as well as our marketers doing sales mm-hmm. and training for them, event training, things like that. Um, and then I would also do it for every single tactic that we ran. So for the budget, there wasn't a social media graphic, a radio script, a billboard, um, Google ads, the copy, the creative, every sure. single tactic that we we ran, mm-hmm. I would have oversight and touch and approval of and so we were we were going through annual plannings and so on, but it was thrilling time. Um, and my husband was a big push about like you should just do this on your own. And so I did step away. Again, it's a amazing company, eight billion dollar or eight million dollar, uh, eight figure. Sorry, I'm I'm all over the place here. They're an eight figure company right now. They're about twenty five uh-huh. million, um, okay. and they're just growing like crazy. So amazing company, but that really set me into the mode of working with the HVAC plumbing electrical um, industry. Now that I have my own agency, I deal with a lot of roofing, HVAC, um, land clearing, excavation. Um, Mm -hmm. That's that's a lot of my bread and butter is, again, it's in that service industry. So whether it's contractors or home service providers, that Mm -hmm. is really my niche and my love and passion. So I would say that's how I got here. But I'm staying here because there's nothing more thrilling than being able to help so many more contractors than just the one because my impact personally gets to be amplified by a million times by being able to touch much more than what I would on my own working for one person. I know you can sure. do the same thing. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, totally. I mean, that's why when, so 
I had almost a very similar, it's, it's in, interesting how our stories parallel in some ways, because in a very similar situation, you know, I was in small, tiny town, uh, panhandle of Texas, you know, we were dominating our market, but our market was, you know, less <laughs> than 200,000 people, right? So you can only do so much, right? Yep. And so we, uh, you know, my first decade of my career was there and, and winning all kinds of awards and stuff, but so sold the bit, I, I owned part of the business. I sold my half the business to my business partner. We sold our house and moved to the Austin area where I became sales manager, sales trainer for a uh, about a $3 million a year company. Mm-hmm. And in three years, we grew it to over, just uh, just over three years, we grew it to just over 8 million. And then the owner sold it. And yeah. uh, I did not want to work for the big ec- private equity firm. Yeah. Uh, because they came in and completely all they cared about was Very the bottom different. line and not the homeowner. And I said, well, I guess the, the what did it for me was the moment that uh, we'd cracked the sheetrock in the ceiling and put the furnace in an attic. And the GM said, we'll see if they'll take a, a, a box of filters instead of fixing that. And I was like, you know what? I'll pay. This is why we yeah. keep drywall people on on, on call. I'll pay for that out of my commission and consider this my two-week notice. <laughs> and so that's when I started my business as well. I want to be able to serve and help. So it's funny how our, our stories are very similar. Uh, but thank you for sharing that. I mean, it's, it's so powerful what uh, I mean, you were hand, like in the, I, I've never talked to any other uh, people in your role that have marketing or lead lead generation or any, any kind of company that anywhere touches the digital side where somebody's gone in the field and <laughs> climbed in attics and actually been with the representative from the company talking yeah. to homeowners. And it, that's what, that's one of the things that really attracted me to you because it, understanding that psychology means you can do things differently. Um, and which is actually the kind of the next point that I want to, you know, kind of ask you about um, how, what, what is it that you do that is different than uh, anyone else? Cause you know, I'll tell you, I get, probably a dozen cold messages a day from companies that are, could you handle 20 to 30 more leads a month? Right. Yeah, and so that's so one thing we do differently. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not our approach. It's, it's gross. Right. It's gross. Yeah. They, they gross me out. I'm like, no, I, I, I don't, don't waste your time. But there's so much out there. That's like you, we can provide leads for your company. But from most of the ones I've talked to or the pe- contractors I've talked to, they're usually not very good and, you know, it's kind of a waste of time. So tell us how you are different and what you do is different than that. Yeah. So one thing that I would say obviously sets us apart big time is that we've been there, done that with a very large, very accomplished company. And like you mentioned, like I'm not somebody who just does the digital side and that's it. Like I've literally boots on the ground, been in there. I know what a vertical flow from a horizontal flow from a three ton to a 16, 18 zero unit is like, mm-hmm. I understand the changes that just happened in January that made all of our pricing go up. Like, because exactly. I can understand those things, then we can understand how to market differently as well. Um, and when you understand the difference of small town, so I've lived in rural East Texas area. I grew up in a town of 6,000 people and you know, your Walmart shut down at eight o'clock and it was not a super center. So I, I grew, <laughs> from, grew up in that. 
that's what I came from. But we live in a suburb of Houston now. We're in Katy, one of the most culturally diverse, one of the most wealthy areas. And so to be able to take your skill set from one extreme to the other and to be able to understand people and adapt the calls that I have with with my contractors is a lot deeper because we don't just talk about getting leads. It's what are you going to do with them once you have them? And those are the conversations that we have as a lead generation company. It's not just, okay, great. We're going to give you 30 leads and good luck. It's like, okay, (laughs) let's go through your sales process. What does that look like? What does your follow-up process look? How quickly are you getting to these leads? And then we build in processes and automations from there. So I'll talk a little bit about that on the side. But initially, I would just say one thing that does set us apart is one, we understand the industry. We understand the seasons. We understand peaks. We understand shoulder months. We get that. Um, So that's a big thing that sets us apart. We also understand um, additional revenue streams that you can have, such as memberships. So we understand creating offers and how those offers can be communicated as really good hooks. Um, And then we're able to take that because we do have sales experience and knowledge. Like we're able to take that and join it together with the lead generation. So that's why I was really excited to have the partnership. One of somebody who's like-minded, but two, two type of offerings that just fit so closely together. So on your end, it's like, yes, we we're educating them on how to close deals and do it ethically, right? On Mm -hmm. the other side, now you can generate more leads so that you can close more of those leads. But exactly want to do it ethically, but we also want to do it smart. That is what marketing done our way is different. We do what I call smarketing, right? (laughs) We do smart marketing. Smart, effective marketing. And so coin that term. Yeah, (laughs) I should smarketing. Um I'll do a whole boot camp over it. It'll be fun. But whenever we start out doing ads, one thing that I would say is very different, um, and I have this knowledge and experience because when I was with the firm, the HVAC company that I was with, we outsourced to another lead generation company. And through that, I really learned what I did not want my agency to be because it was really frustrating asking questions and not getting answers and having to say, turn that off. Like you're sending me leads from Facebook a week later, a month later, that's useless, pointless to me. They've already gone on to the next competitor. So unless you give me that lead instantly, it's a waste. So now I'm just throwing dollars away and wasting it. So understanding those concepts, I think also sets us apart. We're not just the lead generation company that's like, hey, let me show you all the metrics that we got. We're saying, okay, did it come with deals? Did you actually close anything? No, then let's figure out why and how we can optimize it. That is where we come in differently. So Love All that being said, our approach to how we start with ads, and I'll just take Facebook ads. It's it's one that I would say is like the easiest entry point, right? You're going to get high volume, low lead cost. When you do Facebook ads, that is going to be high volume. So high amount of leads, low lead cost. Now, mm-hmm. as you go, and I'll explain this in a moment, you optimize that to where your intent is higher. Your qualification is better and better. So that's, that's going to be one side. But Facebook versus Google is very different approaches. Facebook, you're an interrupter. So that means your copy, your creative has to stop them, wake them up and make them mm-hmm. have consideration for your offer. So if you don't know how to craft an offer and that is not your services saying like if you're a solar company and you're saying we do free estimates, 
That's not an offer. You and everybody yeah. else does that, right? Yeah, <laughs> not an offer. Your offer answers to the customer, what's in it for me? Why should I choose you over the competition? So for example, um, some of my HVAC companies right now in the heat of summer, they've partnered with co-ops and they can give some crazy good rebates right now going on. If you're saying, hey, you get up to $3,800 back, that's a crazy <laughs> good offer. If my guy down the road isn't saying I get anything back and I still got to replace my unit, which way am I going to do it? You know, hey, I'll give you a free estimate. Well, I give you a free estimate, but you also get up to $3,800 back. Who are you going to call? So, uh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. So understanding like how to craft those offers and then meeting people where they're at. So things such as rebates would be great. Things such as payments as low as offers. Um, we'll do all of those. And then again, like we've done some really cool ones in like Dallas area. I wouldn't do this in a local like rural East Texas area, but like a Dallas area. We had a client that we ran some ads for where we did a garage offer where they turned their uh, cave, you know, man cave and she shed and it would get heated and cooled. Right. And so we would have like some mini splits that we would install in there. And that was Absolutely. the campaign. And it was really unique. It was really fun. Uh -huh. And it's something that a lot of people were interested in. Right. So understanding your market and being able to craft those offers. So one, we work one-on-one -on -one with crafting offers Two. And then we turn around and we're able to create with our copy and our creative, we're able to craft that interruption. So if we're on Facebook, we're crafting that interruption to grab their attention, create the consideration. And then we add in other things like, hey, five-star rating, 35 years in business, other things to create the like, no trust factor, because mm -hmm. people yeah. buy from people. They Planting those from, credibility right? flags along Absolutely. the way, right? So, mm -hmm. so we do all of that in our ad copy. So when we start running ads, one, we already have a good framework of what's going to work because this is what we eat, sleep, and breathe, right? We do this day in and day out. So we have a really good framework of what works. But instead of throwing spaghetti on the wall, which is what I find, so many companies do, um, like the company that we were paying a ridiculous amount for, um, they would have somebody else, like literally in-house, we would grab an ad creative and throw it to them. And we would write like the copy and the headline. And as I, I started on my own, I was like, wait a minute, why were we having to write that and give that to you? Why were you not as the marketing expert crafting the headline, crafting the hook, Crafting things and optimizing it for the best conversion instead of sticking the ad out there and letting it run for three months. And you know the answer I got back? No, what that was that? It was for branding. <laughs> I was like, no, friend, this is not for branding. If you don't know how to run ads to create conversions, just say that. But this is not for branding. You're literally running it as a lead generation campaign. And if it's not le generating leads and it's not generating business from those leads, mm -hmm. then just say that. And we'll find a different tactic to do. So you can't just, you mean you can't just reclassify it by thinking it's something different? I know it's mind blowing, <laughs> right? The way that they come across. So one thing that I would say is we're not driven off of our vanity metrics. We're driven off of actual results. Like what is actually generating you guys money? What is moving the needle? And nine times out of 10, that's going to be installs, right? Over repairs. But yeah. regardless, if we can get you in the home, we're going to get you in the home. So um, there are bonus factors that's going to come from running ads, even if it's for conversion, like they are going to see your brand out there. So there is going to be branding awareness that's increased out there, but the, the primary goal should be conversions. So when we run them, we do what we call a rapid fire testing. So in the first round, we test for the audience because there is nothing worse than having the wrong audience 
to offer match. If you do not match your audience and your offer, it's all for nothing, right? So you got to make yeah. sure that your ads in front of the right people who actually need your services, who could actually use them. And I would say if you're running the same t- like strategies for ads that you did five years ago, that's why they're not working anymore. Facebook <laughs> ads completely changed the way <laughs> they want people to advertise. So before- Man, you're speaking my language. Oh. I literally have had this conversation Uh, I don't know how many times, a couple dozen times in the last two weeks of like all the freaking trainers out there. Literally, I took the sales training courses 15 years ago and they haven't changed a single thing. People don't buy like that anymore. It's the Um, same thing with marketing and branding. Absolutely. How is our society, especially since the pandemic, it completely changed everything. What is happening now? How do people think? What's the psychology behind it? Yeah, that's why, that's why I love what I'm hearing in this because it's the same. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's very different. It's not a, a out of the box thing anymore. You don't just take in Facebook and say, here you go, you know, and, and it's going to run it. You also don't like narrow down your audience so thin that you don't hit anybody because what we're seeing mm-hmm. now is like you just said, people respond very, very, very differently. So your consumer behavior is different. Also, your consumers are different, right? Mm-hmm. People that used to be buyers, they are old and passed on. You have a complete new generation who operates differently. Right. Things- buys differently. So mm-hmm. their response to an ad is going to be very different. They are so used to being advertised to 24 seven. So if mm-hmm. your ad doesn't feel like an ad, you're going to get a higher conversion rate, right? If it mm-hmm. feels more like a friend, if it feels more personal, things like that are going to give you higher conversions. But if you don't understand mm-hmm. that and you're not running that, much less testing it, then you're not <laughs> going to know it and your stuff is going to flop. Uh-huh. So initially... First round that we test, we test for the audience, right? We're going to make sure. So for example, real life example here, right? I may test for a broad audience and I may test for married with kids. So before I may have tried to narrow it down by age demographic and a revenue demographic and so on. Now I would just do a location and I may layer it with a married with kids demographic. You know why? Because that's probably most likely to be a homeowner, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so things like that, you've got to think outside of the box and saying, I want a homeowner. <laughs> you've got mm-hmm. to say, what are the attributes of a homeowner? Oh, okay. They're typically married. They got kids. Okay. Well, let's target for that. And those audiences mm-hmm. work really well. Um, other things are like interest-based. So we target based on those things. Round one, we test mm-hmm. that about three to five days. And then we kill the ones that don't convert and we move on to the next round. And in the next round, we're going to test creative and headlines. So we're testing your hook. We're testing the offer. Um, We're testing short form copy versus long form copy. Um, When we do that, we're working on increasing your, um, the the type of customers that you're getting, right? Your quality of life. So we go through and test that about three to five days. And then after that, we move on to the actual creative. So the actual picture. And again, we have a pretty good idea what already works. So I love that you're saying, so quick pop out for the listeners, Um, especially so many of the listeners. So uh, just to kind of catch you up, one of the series I just did recently in the podcast was four ways to get free leads. Um, So one was follow up, you know, call every single person you've ever seen. Just literally pick up the phone and call them, right? Um, So some of that work, one was go out and not, you know, the neighborhood you've been doing a lot of work in, go knock on the door and say, I helped your neighbor, right? The other one though, and this is where you come in is one of the, the 
principles is most, as we know, most comfort advisors, most technicians that make a sale that's self-generated, that the company didn't provide the lead for, they make a higher commission on. Mm -hmm. So that usually turns out to be a few percentage points or a few hundred dollars, at least on a a self-generated. It's always, it's like partner with somebody is like taking responsibility and ownership in their own business. Even if you work for somebody else, I don't want to hear a single person complaining in the shoulder months that I'm sitting around with nothing to do when you can take responsibility for yourself and your life and buy some leads at some really great prices, go close them and it ROIs real fast. That turns into a free lead because you're making way more than what you're spending, right? So and there's such a cool conversation in that because understanding how that flow works and how that principle works, it change, it's a total game changer for everybody. I don't hear anyone else out there telling their individuals to buy their own leads, but no. now we have- But why would you not? Yeah, exactly. That's like it's in the old right? days, nobody had a problem calling people out of the phone book to get leads. Facebook is now, when you run ads, it's like, here's a list of people interested in your services. They opted in, they raised their hand and said, I have interest in what you're offering. Why would you not follow up with them? Why would you not say, yeah, give me those leads. Give me those people. I want to know. I'm not going to waste my time. You know, like, Mm -hmm. again, I go back to, I did a post on this yesterday. Like time is money. You can grow one of two ways organically, which is the long, slow route. I'm not saying it's a bad route. I'm saying do both. Right. But if you're only doing organic, expect it to be long and slow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Long run, is it going to be the most like highest return? Yeah. Because you're going to get the best leads, the highest conversion. It's like an immediate referral or it's like building your brand. All of those Mm -hmm. things are going to benefit you, but they're going to take a long time and that costs money. So either you're investing it that way where you may not look at it on a ledger. Uh, a PL statement at the end of the month and see it, but it is costing you. I can promise you because it's, it's the cost of waiting. That you're right. not exactly that you're not closing now. Versus if you go ahead and take that, invest it now into some paid ads, then you're going to get some quick, easy conversion leads. And mm-hmm. that takes me into the next thing that we do that really sets us apart, I think, from every other lead generation company. So most lead generation mm-hmm. companies, their bread and butter is getting leads and then giving it to the contractor. And then they kind of move on with their life. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why they have an insanely high churn rate. I one don't like my team operating like that, but two, again, that's not how I operate with my contractors. I get on the phone with them and I'm like, how was that lead? Did you close these leads? Did you quote these leads? Okay. If it's, if it's where you're quoting leads and they're not converting, that's when we need to work on our sales process or your mm-hmm. pricing. One of the two, either pricing is off like I'm not saying too high. I'm talking because we, we were the highest one in the county. So of course, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just companies saying, all over the country that are thousands higher than the yes. nearest competitors that are growing faster than right. anybody else. Yes. So we know that's not an the issue. value is there, right? So I'm either saying like either your pricing is so astronomical that it's it's insane, or you just don't know how to build enough value and close it. Okay, I'm not saying that every lead is is going to do that. But if you are having, let's say, a 40% quote rate, a 20, 35% quote rate, and you're not closing them, Mm -hmm. then we need to figure out where your bottleneck is. Now, if if we're giving you, you know, 35, 50 leads and you're not quoting but 
two, well, then something's wrong on my end, right? We need to increase <laughs> the quality of lead that you're getting. So yeah. that's where we work together. And we say like, okay, what does the lead look like? Are you quoting these guys? Are we closing mm-hmm. these guys? And then we optimize from there. And what I have found is that, so here's one thing that I will note statistically, if you do not follow up with the lead in the first five minutes, your chances of touching base with them and closing them drops 80%. That is an MIT study, okay? Drops 80%. Speed to lead. Speed to lead. That's exactly what we call it, speed to lead. So you have got to get there within the first five minutes or you're done. I mean, you're like, and it just continuously drops literally every hour after that. So first five minutes. So one thing that we do is we integrate directly with Facebook lead forms and we have an integration with Twilio as well. So we get our clients a business number, a tracking number that has the ability to text and email, right? And we integrate those and we create automations for them. So for example, if somebody fills out a Facebook ad, we trigger off a text message that says, hey, is this so-and-so? And they say, yeah. Hey, this is so-and-so with ABC heating and air, you know, following up about our offer for blah, 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 whatever that offer is, because it's directly Whatever they just responded exactly, to. Yep. They know exactly what it is. And so we go ahead and immediately try to start that conversation. We also try to start that conversation in the method that they prefer. 98% of consumers, exactly. 98% of consumers prefer to operate via text message. That's why 100%. I say if you don't uh, understand how consumers operate and buy now, you're going to get left in the dust. People you don't want you to call them right now. They don't really care for you to email them. They want you to meet them where they're at right now. They're busy. They're on the go. Now, <laughs> if you text them and it's Susie Jane's grandma, you know, then she's like, yes, absolutely. Call them. But if they don't answer or they're like, I'm at work because it's 45-year-old Susie who is busy, you know, at PTA and she's mm-hmm. serving, but she went home at lunch and her- yeah, single mom out, of two like, working three jobs, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like you're going to, no, I'm probably not getting approved, but <laughs> we can, we can meet them where they're at. Is that the whole point of this, right? Like you've got to meet your consumer where they're at in their preferred method. Again, the least amount of friction you can put between you and your customer and getting the sale is going to move you closer and closer to that connection. So we send out those automated text messages instantly. And then we have an actual automated sequence that follows up consistently. So if the person doesn't respond, it does not take time away from my contractor where they're having to sit there and respond to leads who have not engaged back. But we are following up. We're sending out a text message about every day, two days, three days. It's going out for about a week. And then we tag them as a long-term nurture. And then for some of our clients, we move them over into a long-term nurture sequence. And that just flows out every month. So that's one of the things is we don't just say, here's leads. We say, okay, I understand you're busy. Let's go ahead and connect with the customer. And the moment they engage, then we're going to try to connect them to you and try to go ahead and have that conversation started so that we can get the conversion. So um, that's one of the things we do. Same thing with appointments. If you Mm -hmm. set an appointment, we have automated follow-ups going out. Um, Same thing with reputation management. We have automated review requests going out directly integrated to their GMB. So again, it's less friction. The customer gets a text message. It's literally a link to their GMB. They click on it. It pops up with five stars. All they have to do is literally hit submit or add a comment if they want. So love it. Oh my gosh. And what I'm hearing. Oh, this is so cool. You're literally making my skin tingle (laughs) hearing this because what I'm hearing from you is so different than anyone else in your field with what you're doing because most of the time and and i'll tell you everybody i literally just went through this uh, that's why i was so excited when she's you know we kept talking about three to five days to test something and turn it off i literally just went through 
a lead buying process for uh, for buying some solar leads uh, in content creation. They're like, okay, we're going to run this for three to five weeks yeah. and see yeah. how it does. And then next month, we're going to we're going to try something else for a month. And we're yeah. three months in, and th- you know, three grand into the hole with one lead that wanted us to repair something that we don't even touch. And it was like, okay, let's cut this off because clearly this is, so for all of you listeners, that's the normal experience. And they're like, you know, three to six months, we'll have it dialed in and then you'll be getting consistent leads. So know what your burn rate is. Mm -hmm. And so this is such a different conversation. The second thing I'm hearing is listen up all of your individuals um, as well as small businesses. Most lead buying companies, just like Kim saying, hand you the leads and say, sayonara, sucker, good luck until wow. next month and we restock your leads. They're expecting you to drop what you're doing, call that lead right then and keep calling them daily until they pick up. There is no nurture sequence with any of the other companies that that provides it this. So that So everybody that's listening to slow down for a quick second because, oh my gosh, you're, you're giving us so much info. I love it. Um, but pay attention, everybody. This is huge. And this is the game changer for what Kim is doing versus other lead buying companies that I've had experience with is they're doing the nurture sequence for you. They're creating, making the contact. When they respond, then they're connecting you. It's different than just here's a bunch of leads, best wishes. Hope you hope you got some good phone skills or yeah. hope you have somebody full time in the office that can do this. This is a this is a total game changer for all of the small companies and individuals that want to buy, uh, you know, do some online marketing, do some leads, brand yourself as well as brand your company. There's a lot of things you can do with this type of a resource. Mm-hmm. So back to you, Kim. I just wanted to point no, out. No, you're good. You're absolutely those, right. Those highlight that highlight reel is huge compared to anybody else. Yeah, I would say that's. So I told you a lot of what um, the other company that I was like, I do not want to be like this. One thing that I found is that a lot of those agencies, like I said, they don't really, they just kind of throw spaghetti at the wall. So one of the biggest things that they're missing is doing what I call ad research, right? So you can do that by literally looking at what's working. A lot of people call it don't reinvent the wheel, right? So you can see what's working and what's not working. Now, obviously, you're going to test it and make it your own and tweak it. But to kind of get an idea, um, a good place to start is I would recommend if this is a contractor who's like, I've kind of played around with it. I want to do this on my own first. Then what I would say is, Figure out what you're doing, number one. I go back to the the example of like, I'm not going to go install my unit, even though I could buy the parts. I know what it would cost and everything else, right? I may understand it from a conversational standpoint, but I'm not trained in that. I don't actually put refrigerant in to anything, not even my car. So I would say like, I would recommend you go with an expert, whether it's me or not, I'm going to probably recommend you go with an expert, but I hope that this conversation gives you an idea of what to look for, what to stay away from. And I hope it elevates your expectations of what a marketing agency should be able to do for you, not just to generate leads, but actual sales. That's Mm -hmm. the goal, right? Because if my client wins, then I win. But if my client then I will ultimately lose. Just like you said, mm-hmm. like we did this for three months and we told them just cut it off. Like if, if my client is not winning, everybody's losing. So that's why if you ask any of my clients, I'm almost anally following up 
checking in those first four weeks while we're doing that rapid fire testing. I right, mean, I want right. to know, is it working, not working? Because we're moving through this thing. And so typically about the end of week three, week four, things are so dialed in. Mm-hmm. But yes, that was one of the things they would not do. So if you were looking at how do I know if my agency is doing good or not? One thing mm-hmm. that I would say is go into the Facebook ad library. So a couple of years ago, Facebook created transparency. Where you I know, love it. Love who it. Who is running ads and exactly what the ad is. So you can literally Google Facebook ad library and you could search for your competitor to see their ads. You could search for um, your own company to look at your own ads if your person is kind of tight with and they don't really release your information. So that's one thing that I would say. Um, or if you know, like I will tell you, I have gone on there and there was an old change place that I was like, man, I love this ad. Like this is the best ad I think I have ever seen. And it wasn't a high ticket item. It was like a $14.95 oil change. It was a great Mm -hmm. offer, but it was their creative and copy that I was like, this is so good. And this would work so good for a contractor, a local HVAC contractor. I literally screenshot it and I sent it to one of my guys. And I was like, I want you to do a picture like this. I want Uh you to stand here. I want this van in front of this house. You know, I want it to look like this. Send that to me. He sent, and I'm telling him like, I need you to look like this. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. and then he's like are you for real I'm like I'm dead serious Big so, smile, fingers to the heavens yes like point because I'm gonna put the offer real bold right here like uh-huh. you are gonna be pointing to, imagine you're pointing to your special offer like this is about to change somebody's life and so he does he's like you know and he looks at it <laughs> and we grab it we put the copy on it run it high converting ad but you wouldn't know that if you don't have somebody who, again, is like eat, sleep, breathing this, researching it, constantly seeing like, oh, things are changing like rapid speed. And then again, once we get through that testing phase, then we start optimizing. So if we go through and we're like, okay, we're testing, we're getting the right offer to the right people. Now we're getting the right click. What is the hook that's making them click? Okay. And then from there, we're going to start optimizing. So that's where we can increase the intent. We can add some additional qualifying questions and so on. But if what we have is working and you have a good quote rate, which obviously we know not every lead is going to turn into a quote or turn into an estimate or a book job. But if the numbers are hitting where they're supposed to, we're going to leave it wide open. You don't mess with what's working. But if it's all junk, well, then, yeah, we'll optimize it. But those are going to be team conversations. And that's what I love about working with contractors, because honestly, I can be really blunt with them from a business owner to a business owner and just let them know, like, here's where we're at. You know, like mm-hmm. you're you feel like they're bad, but let's look at the numbers yeah. because numbers don't lie. The and numbers so, don't lie. Never. It's like, <laughs> so let's get somebody in there to through. teach you how to sell these leads. Exactly. Or, so that's they're what we go everyone through. Everyone else. Yeah. Or. So tell us a little bit too. And then the other day we, so a couple, uh, we're getting close on time here. Who knows? This may turn into a part two for everybody listening. What we're going to do also make sure you're in the Facebook group, because what we're going to do, we're going to do some live training in the Facebook group of uh, pros and cons of buying leads. We're going to do a lot of the basics, how to get involved. And uh, I know Kim's got something special for everybody that's listening to the close it now podcast. It's also in the Facebook group. But uh, real quick, one other thing that I remember you mentioned the other day, talk a little bit about exclusivity as well. Correct. Okay. So good, good point there. So when we are working with a contractor, 
if it is somebody doing the exact same service, so take roofer to roofer, right? If it's the exact same service within the same service area, I will not compete against myself or have my contractor competing against another contractor for the exact same thing. So our rule of thumb is if I am working with you, let's say we're close to Houston. So let's say that I have an HVAC company in Houston and they service Houston and even Katy, right? And then I have another HVAC contractor that wants to come along. I will not service any other HVAC contractor within the Houston, Katy area or a 30 mile service radius. So okay. there will be no overlap. It doesn't make sense for me to do that because I would be competing against myself. And it doesn't make sense for my client to do that because I would be stealing from one of my clients or the other, right? It's, yeah. I'm, I'm a Christian, so it goes back to the biblical serve, right? Mm-hmm. You can't serve two mm-hmm. masters. One's going to win. So right. same thing, like one of my clients would win, the other one's going to lose. And again, I go back to like, if my client's losing, then I lose. So mm-hmm. it's just not a, a practical way of doing business. I know that there are other people that do that. I've had people even ask me like, well, how do you scale your business with that? And I'm like, well, one, I create loyal clients who love me and we generate and we are kicking tail and winning. And there are a thousand contractors in every single city that yeah. I am not limited to this, right? Zero <laughs> Abundance mindset, that. right? But exactly. At the end of the day, I care about my contractor winning. And if there is anything that is going to come against that, then it's a no for me. So that means not servicing another exact contractor in the exact service area that I have a client within. So we do have in our contracts, um, I I have another group that I'm part of. I told you I I run in two circles. One is a contractor circle. One is a marketing circle. So this literally came up in, in one of the marketing circles. One of the guys, he services a different industry. And he was saying that he was having an issue with this or a concern. And I told him, I said, I do an exclusivity uh, clause in my contracts that tells them I'm not going to service another person that does what you do in your service area. So I, I don't compete against myself, but I don't let my guys compete against somebody else either because I, I like to win. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, your, your idea of competition is mine. My idea of a good, everybody says, Oh, well, we need good competition. My idea of good competition is their doors are closing because we took all their business. Exactly. That's my idea of good competition competition is myself. That's what I We're systematically going down the list and closing their doors because we took all of their clients. That's good competition. So for all the listeners though, that this is a really important topic because um, most there, there's a little bit of exclusivity in a couple of the the, play, the lead buying and uh, appointment setting companies, but it's not nearly as robust. It's not nearly as thorough. And most of the companies, I guarantee you call up 20 different companies, one out of those might have kind of this. Uh, this is something that's very unique to Kim's company as well, uh, because I, you just don't hear about exclusivity. Most companies want to sell as many leads as possible to as many companies as possible. They'll sell the same lead. Same so they're called shared. They're called shared, shared leads. leads. Everybody. Oh, yeah. I hate it. They'll yeah. send the don't same lead out. to five <laughs> or ten companies at the same time. Yeah. You know, the Yelp or Angelist or whoever. Mm-hmm. Unless you pay them more money to buy exclusive, and then still you're not getting exclusive leads. Yeah. But for other reasons. It goes so, to like listen. one of three. I mean, it's still, mm-hmm. it's a terrible, it's a terrible approach. But yeah, right. that's why, yeah. again, I've learned a lot of from watching other agencies and not to dump on them. But like, you just learn, it's like as a child watching your parent, right? You kind of learn mm-hmm. like what kind of parent you want to be and what kind of parent you don't want to be. You take the good and the bad and that forms who you are. Same thing in business. I've, mm-hmm. I've looked at entrepreneurs and business owners like 
McWilliams, there's a lot of things that I love about what they do. There's a lot of things that I've learned and it's been incredible. And I actually am, we're like on the cusp of working together again in the role that I'm in now. (laughs) It's super exciting. But that being said, like I still, I still communicate with them and I still respect them, but there's also things that I've learned that I'm like, Oh, do this differently right so you take Mm -hmm. the good and and it forms who you are so our agency i'm not going to say is perfect or has it all together but one thing that i can say is that we keep the main thing the main thing and that Mm -hmm. is helping contractors grow and we're able to help them provide for their family their teams Mm -hmm. like i was having a conversation with one of my um, hvac guys in the horny area and I, he was talking with us. They have a current provider who's not really doing good for them. And we were having this conversation and I told him, I was like, I hate this because honestly, like you've put 10 years into this industry, building this business. Like not only you deserve this, but like your team deserves this. This is your season. You guys should be killing it right now, not Mm -hmm. down. And so we need to get on this. That's one thing that I don't think we've touched on this, but I would say one of the biggest issues that I see contractors take is inaction, like <laughs> in action. They want to look at things and think about it and consider it. And then they do absolutely nothing and nothing changes when nothing changes. And so summer is going to fly by half of the year is literally already flown by. And if you're not doing something to change your numbers, to grow, then nothing's going to happen. And again, I go mm-hmm. back to you have two options either organic or paid one of the two, but do something, even if it's imperfect inaction, like Mm -hmm. imperfect action is always better than inaction, no matter how you got it. You got it. it. One of the sayings that we, that I, I I don't know that I coined this, but I repeat it often. (laughs) Success happens at the speed of implementation. Doesn't matter how, how many resources or tools you have or how much, you know, you're not applying it. Doesn't matter. Um, so Absolutely. man, that's what I love this so much. Gosh. Yeah. Well, it is getting close to time to land this plane. We try to be around an hour uh, for um, for all of this, uh, for, for the interviews. <laughs> all of this. Uh, my brain is working so much now yeah. with everything we just covered. The wheels are turning so much. Uh, for everybody listening to, we're cre- we're creating a uh, we're we're putting together some bundles as well. Um, some combined bundles. I know we've talked about this the last time we chatted. Um, so can, so what the, the other thing, um, tell us what's the name of your company. I don't think we even mentioned yeah. that so far. So the name of our company is score more leads, um, two part one, obviously on the marketing side, it's to score more leads, but also I mentioned I'm married to a high school football coach. And so it's very much a, who we are as a family. And if you talk to anybody like I, in the real world, like cheerleader was not something that I was. I was much more on the sports side of playing things. I'm, I'm a very athletic driven, a like very, very minded on that side, not the cheerleader. But when it comes to like being the personal friend, like I am probably one of the biggest cheerleaders on a personal level. Like I get so excited about watching other people succeed. And so all around, that's where our brand came from because mm-hmm. One, on the marketing side, we want to see you score more leads. But then two, that's who we are as a, as a team. We want to see our clients score more leads. We're cheering you on all the way. You right. won't find somebody who fights harder for you. Love it. Love it. Score more leads. So that's uh, that, that's that's just so cool. I, I love the, uh, I, that really ties into, and I was going to actually had made a note to ask you about your company philosophy, but I don't think we need to because you've covered it. I can, <laughs> it, it's, 
it's so refreshing to come across somebody who just literally lives and radiates what they do and what their passion is and what their philosophy is. And you can instantly sense that um, because, you know, we, we talk about homeowners are so conditioned now. The yeah. second they hear anything salesy, their BS meter starts to just yeah. go off the chart, yeah. right? <laughs> they, they instantly know. And, and it's the same thing with somebody who's inauthentic. Um, yeah. So it's just so refreshing to, to hang out and visit with somebody who's, I, I can tell you're so completely authentic. For everybody that's uh, just <laughs> listening and not seeing the visual, I, I'm, I'm looking at Kim and the she doesn't have like, you know, the Zoom background like I've got going on. Uh, she's got pictures of her family right on the wall behind us, you know, right behind yeah, her in that's the office. My wife. So, right? That's her wife. That's why she does what she's doing. And, and the, the little... Yeah, absolutely. So, um, man, I love it. So this is such a cool conversation. Everybody listen, I hope you got some value today. Um, I, I'm really excited that we've got this partnership that we're, we're working on. Everybody's going to be able to get some, uh, get some discount because of this, as well as some support from both Score More Leads, as well as from Close It Now. So like I was saying, we're going to put together some um, leads and sales training bundles for all of you that are in the Facebook group. Um, so uh, email, you can email me, sam at closeitnow.net and uh, give us all of your contact information, Kim, for Score More Leads. How does somebody get in touch with you? How do they find out about, you know, want to make contact, want to score, score some more leads? Want to score more leads, How does yeah. that work? So, how do they get in touch with um, you? One, they can see some automations in action. They can literally text SCORE to 281-609-8220. So that's one option. Um, or Google, you can give me that number. Text. I'm going to do this in real time on, on the <laughs> podcast. So what was that number again? Okay. It is 281 281- Mm-hmm. 609-8220. Okay. okay. And then you text what score? Yeah. All right, cool. So I'm going to watch the, I'll report everybody, listen, I'll just tell you what's going on the second I hit send here. But keep telling us about how to get in touch yeah. with you. So you can call or text me on that number. It doesn't have to be score. Or I'll get in touch with you. Yeah, see, I just got a notification. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, listen, it says score more leads bot here. I see you're interested in scoring more leads. Tell me more about your business. Um, yeah. So I, I love it. So, yeah. cool. um, so we have that. Well, for our contractors, obviously, we're not like we're a digital firm. So to have like a bot is a cool thing for my contractors. Having a bot mm-hmm. is a very impersonal thing. So we just say right. like so-and-so's FAQs here, you know, or so-and-so's office admin here. And so same kind of concept. Um, but so you can text me at 281-609-8220 or... You can email me at Kim, K-I-M, at scoremoreleads.com, or you can visit us on our website, scoremoreleads.com. I love it. Consistent branding is also nice. Yeah. Also um, on I, our social, scoremoreleads.com. You know, score oh, more leads. This is so cool because everybody I talk to, they're like, it's such a different different URL than their, every single thing is something different. I did the same thing. I'm like, it's I have one company name. I want to brand it consistently everywhere. Yes. So anybody can find it with the one name. You don't have to remember anything else. Uh, mm-hmm. so that's, that's beautiful. So um, we definitely are, are synergistic in the way we think about a lot of the Absolutely. philosophy and, and the way things. So super excited about uh, what's going on here. Everybody listening, this is a game changer for you. They can handle uh, Kim's company, Kim handle. It doesn't matter how big you are. 
Um, she's already worked with enormous organizations. Um, she's worked with tiny, teeny, tiny individuals. If you're just as, you know, you're out there and you want to get more leads for yourself, brand spanking new, she can help you out there or anywhere in between. So before we go, give us a cool testimony story of a company that's kind of like before numbers and then kind of what, how you helped them grow. Yeah. So I have one guy I'm thinking of, um, really cool thing and he's in the land clearing and excavation space. And so, um, he's in Louisiana. He really has had a great business going, but he's at that teeter point where he's looking to skill, but for him to skill is not a a easy, quick thing. Like it's a lot of costly equipment for him to skill. So he wanted to test the market. He's ran his own Facebook ads before. Um, and I would note this as a, an attachment for everybody here. If you get nothing else, please do not boost a post, <laughs> run it as an actual ad. Do not ever boost a post. You're throwing money away. So I will say that. Um, <laughs> Big but, nugget, everybody. Listen up. Yes. I see that. I talked to a guy yesterday, a multi-million dollar um, business, another eight-figure business, a construction company focuses on barn dominiums and the guy boosts posts. And I was like, please, friend, for all of marketing, just don't do that. Um, okay. So one of the things that I'm excited about for our Facebook chat, by the way, is our live training. I want to be able to give you guys actual what you need asset-wise in Facebook to run ads effectively. So whether you use it with an agency, a marketing agency, or you do it yourself in-house, like you're going to have the right assets and tools within Facebook to set up. Um, Google, that's a whole nother beast in conversation that that our team has experience in, but that's one little side nugget I'm excited for <laughs> on our Facebook chat. But okay. I feel, I feel a whole to, series coming. <laughs> back to our... Um, our testimonial here. So my guy was running some boosted posts, tried to run some ads. So we get in there, he was running them out of a personal account. So we get everything asset wise set up the way he needed it for the business. We start running ads. Um, Previously, his leads were anywhere from 50 to $60 a lead. When we started out, they were around 10 bucks a lead. We drove it down to under $6 a lead right out of the gate within literally like two weeks. Um, The first initial Add copy, creative everything that we started out with in our testing literally stayed the consistent winning one out of all of it. That's when I tell you, like, we have tested this. We pretty much know what's going to work right out of the gate, but it does vary based on areas. So we do go ahead and do some rapid fire testing, but I'm telling you, the guy has killed it. So within three weeks, he had over 60 leads. Um, there were three book jobs, over $63,000 in revenue generated. He had $183,000 already quoted from additional leads that we had sent him. And the rest of them were in long-term nurture sequences. So his ROI was over 80X right out the gate. And so- 80X, yeah. that's 80, like, not 80, that 80. Is, yes, 80, crazy. So obviously I'm not going to say like that is the norm for everybody, but- For this guy, it was really super cool to see him come in and just kill it. And he had an idea. He's like, look, I really want to focus on ponds. That's where I make the most of my money. It's a seasonal thing because he can only do them during the summer. Um, He had no offer. He had zero offer. He didn't, he had just kind of randomly posted stuff. So we came together, we crafted his offer. I told him videos to get, I told him pictures to get. We put his copy together, his offer. We did his funnel. We did everything for him and pushed it out there. And I mean, lead cost, just imagine your lead cost going from 60 bucks down to $6. That alone <laughs> is like a crazy so accomplishment. Lead, uh, 
a lead cost of a tenth of what he was spending and, and 80, an 80x the return on investment. Yeah. So that was a really cool one. Um, another guy we drove lead cost down from 30 bucks a lead to under $10 a lead within about that two and a half, three week period. Um, mm -hmm. Another guy, we revamped his Google My Business profile for him, which is absolutely free. If you guys don't have it, highly recommend it. That is how Google ranks you. It's also the easiest way to get ranked on Google, and it's the highest converting area that you can land on Google. So your Google My Business profile, completely free. I have a free checklist for it. I will send it over to you so you can send it out to all your people. But, oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, so we we got his GMB profile revamped. We got him listed um, on about 45 different listing sites with consistent contact information across the board for him. And then we, um, what was another thing we did? We started running some ads for him. And then within two months, he went from not even being listed on Google, like first page whatsoever on the map pack. He was literally the very bottom listing. And within two months, he was in the top three organically. Nice. Oh, yeah. Another thing we did for him was a review reactivation campaign. So we do this for our customers. So what you were talking about, about um, all of the previous leads that you worked with before, call them all up. We call those resurgence or reactivation campaigns. And we can do those for our customers via text message, where we literally send out a new offer via text message to engage them. So we do that usually about every quarter. Um, mm -hmm. So we do that for reviews as well. If we get a new contractor who really hasn't had any reviews, they really forgot right. to ask for reviews or they haven't been consistent about it. So we can send that out again, the direct integration. So those things just increased his, his organic ranking, increased his um, call rate. I think it was like, over 80%, his um, website engagement profile on his GMB, over 50% increased engagement. So obviously the more you're visible, the more leads and interactions that you get, the more jobs you get to bid, the more closes you get. So it's been it. really fun. We have a lot of cool things that we get to do, but yeah, again, I'm, I'm all about results and numbers versus mm -hmm. just the vanity metrics. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the vanity metrics, man, that those drive me nuts, especially with, with what we do. It's like, okay, you've got all these dudes out there that, oh my gosh, I'm a eight, $12 million a year salesperson, blah, blah, blah. Well, the truth is they have a team of people and they take credit for all their people. Oh, yeah. oh, this one, we're not, we're, nobody wants to talk about the real life of what's oh, no. happening. Yeah. Kind of the same thing with the lead generation and buying and stuff. It's like, yeah. okay, let, let's talk about nothing happens until something gets sold. And yeah. that's the, uh, that's what drives every business. One more thing I know we talked about last time and I know we're wrapping up, so I'll just say it really <laughs> quick. But one thing that we had talked about last time and it's come to my mind a couple of more times here is you asked me like, what was something that I would say, watch out for with another marketing agency. If someone were to work with an agency and <laughs> I would say one thing that I'm not a huge fan of is when an agency will say, give us X amount, like let's just say $5,000 a month and, you know, we'll generate you 30 leads. So when you say what makes you different and those people are coming in your inbox, like, can you, can you handle 30 more leads? Well, they'll tell you like, give us $5,000 and we'll generate those 30 leads for you. And mm -hmm. what they may do is they may spend $200 on your leads and then they pocket the rest. Well, I am all about transparency. So whatever we come up with as a ad spend budget that goes literally directly to either Facebook or Google, whichever ads we're running for you, it is directly into that. And then our fee is completely separate. So I'm really big on transparency because of that, because mm -hmm. I think whatever your business has budgeted for those leads, whether you get 
30 leads or 300 leads out of that. That is what should go towards your ad spend. So that would be one thing that I would just ask them like for full transparency, what that ad spend is actually going to be and have the metrics to back it up. Got it. Love it. That is a huge tip uh, for sure. Cause you know, I just experienced that it was, here's the amount that we charge every month and we're going to just tell you what our, you know, where we're at on cost of lead. That was it. They, they didn't give any kind of metrics behind that. And it was so frustrating because not to not, it's just shooting blind, not even oh, know no. where we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, for sure. So, well, thank you for that extra tip. That's a gold nugget for everybody that's out there working with an agency. Make sure that uh, they're, you know, they're doing what they should be doing. Right. And, uh, oh my gosh. So, well, let's land this plane. Thank you for hanging out with us today, Kim. Oh, it's been fun. I am so excited that we, uh, that we crossed crossed paths the other day. And I, we're going to be able to help a lot of people uh, really revolutionize their business. And I know you're the same opinion of me. There should be no such thing as a shoulder mop. We should be consistent year round. We're the type of uh, HVAC is the type of industry that, there shouldn't be dead time because there's enough offers that we can give and there's enough that we can do to right. keep our people fed, keep, you know, help, help the rising tide raises all ships. So Absolutely. let's all work together and, uh, you know, right, the cream rises to the top. So uh, I love it. So l- let's see, everybody. Uh, email me, sam at closeitnow.net. Um, ask about the on-site training. Ask about the one-on-one coaching program. Um, ask about the, uh, I love it. Ask about the bundles that we're going to be putting together. Or if you uh, just want to get in touch with Kim, uh, you can email me directly. I'll send her information over for score more leads or one more time with all the contact information for score more leads. Yep. You can call or text 281-609-8220, or you can just email me at Kim, K-I-M at scoremoreleads.com. Awesome. Love it. Well, thank you for hanging out today. Um, Everybody, I know that this was a really powerful episode for you. Hope you got a lot of value from it. Make sure you go join the Facebook group because we are going to be doing some trainings in there. There are going to be some live training. They'll be recorded, of course, but there'll be live trainings. So you can ask real-time questions and we'll be able to handle those uh, right there for you. And uh, yeah, we'll end this like we always do. Everybody go save the world one heat stroke at a time. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Close It Now with Sam Wakefield. Subscribe to the podcast now so you're first to hear new episodes jam-packed with actionable tools and tips to make you the top HVAC professional in your market. If you have friends and colleagues who would like this show, share it with them and send them to our Facebook community for more in-depth discussion about the challenges we all face and how to overcome them on the Close It Now podcast.